Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Justin the Food Entrepreneur Show. I'm Justin Bizarro. I'm your host. That's B I double Z A double R O. For anyone who's out there, you can find us on Instagram at Justin the Food Entrepreneurs. You can find me personally at Justin Bizarro. Again, that's B I double Z A double R O. You can also find this show and any of the other four shows or three shows we do, four total, on Spotify or wherever else you guys grow yourself through podcasts. You can also uh, look us up at Foodtopia TV on Instagram and see what we're doing there uh, for the new TV show that we are working on. So that's kind of cool. So with that being said, I have our guests back from Sold Out in in Los Angeles, Chuck Claster and D. Isaac Jones. How are you guys doing? Nice, man. I'm doing good. Doing good. D. Isaac here. Doing good. Top of the AM. Doing good. Top of the morning. Yeah, I know it's pretty early there for you guys. I know you you rock out late night, and you guys um, are doing pretty well with your business. So, like last time we talked was roughly March, April. I think it was the beginning of it was mid March, and we released that last your last episode. So anyone wants to know, you guys were actually episode three hundred, lucky three hundred, and we talked a lot about your business, growing your business, being a pop up. You know, you guys were, were just starting, really, and starting to gain momentum. So let's talk about it's now summertime. Um, we all know that barbecues are hugely popular, especially in, in California and Los Angeles, like outdoor cooking, soul food, all of that stuff that you guys have going on. So let's talk a little bit about your journey and growing your business since the spring. Like, how have things changed? Like, I want you guys to just take the mic and run with it and, and tell me like what's going on have you changed your menu have you um you know what's expansion look like what's what's the new things that you're doing i know you have a lot of things that you guys do on instagram and you're always doing specials and stuff like that so let's really dive into this um let's talk about what's new what's changed how have you guys grown since the spring um, i'm let D go first go first D. Well, since the spring, we've totally stepped up our menu. We we added uh, tacos to our repertoire. We have uh, soul tacos. We do jerk chicken tacos, oxtail tacos, um, seafood tacos as well, shrimp, salmon, and lobster. Uh, and since then, we, we've um, accumulated a lot of business with uh, – different club owners and, and event planners with popping up tacos. Everybody's in love with our tacos now, not just our, our um, soul food dinners. So with doing that, we've, we've expanded our, 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 our name further than just soul plates. Now, now, now those are the taco guys too. But it also has uh, brought us more notoriety Socially, just from being out and mingling with different people who don't know about us and having us at an event that they're attending, it, it's brought us more exposure. We've had a couple uh, run-ins with um, uh, people who wanted to collab with us and people who are just 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 interested in just seeing us do more, and and that's been a big inspiration as well. Yep. In addition to that, those like tactics that we did to grow ourselves, once we got 
like known as much as we are now, we started throwing our own events. So like these folks uh, didn't mention, but like we've thrown our own brunch. And what other event did we do, D? Uh, we uh, and then, you know, pop ups. So we throw our own pop ups and we do festivals now. So we'll like go to like like our last one was Hot Water Cornbread, where they had over like five thousand guests. Uh, in and out and we just we serve like we purchased a, a vendor booth and we've been purchasing vendor booths and you know doing events like that to grow our name and to get more business get more following so but now yeah, we go ahead go ahead no so we i mean made it like soul street food too like just to get to the people quicker and with doing that we're meeting people and then they're booking us for caterings now so we're doing like we'll meet people out at these events give them our card and then they'll book us later to do like a party for like birthday party and we've done birthday parties and baby showers and honestly somebody asked us can we do a wedding in february i don't even think i told you yet (laughs) that's awesome so i mean are you guys when we talked last time you were only open you were only doing events on sundays have you expanded to like you now do multiple events a week uh you do multiple events a weekend like talk to me a little bit about that or so you're not just open on sundays anymore i assume um well well, yeah no not just sundays anymore but um how we were like consistent with that every sunday we're gonna start back doing Sundays and Mondays now. So it'd be two days consistent like that because we're doing the events. We never know when the events are going to happen. So we kind of have to keep our schedule a little open and not just like buckle down on those selling plates out the house days because those days, which those days are good, but we just reach more people when we're able to, you know, get out into the street versus being like at the house only selling. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And getting your name out there and doing the marketing and getting bringing your food to the people, you know, that's important. Exactly. So you mentioned some menu changes and stuff and some additional items. Let's talk about your menus. Let's talk about the tacos that you offer. Let's go into details here because I think what you guys do and what I see on Instagram, it's incredible what you guys are, are putting out there. So what is it that you guys are or how are you expanding the menu like what have you added when you say like soul street food what do you mean um so let's go into some detail there cool so in addition like how we make our plates we make all the meat the same way like we'll make oxtail as if we're making it for a plate but we just break it down off the bone to where we cook in the meat like maybe an extra hour or so to get it all the way off the bone to where we can take it and put it inside of a taco, you know? So it sounds so simple, just like an oxtail taco, but like we've never had it, never heard of no one else selling it until we like literally started a couple months ago. Um, With the oxtail taco, we also do the jerk chicken taco where we use chicken breasts and, you know, bell peppers and all of our spices and our seasonings to make it jerk chicken, you know, jerk chicken sauce on those. And the only other uh, meat that we've like been doing is shrimp for now. Uh, We, we dibbled and dabbed with lobsters and salmons, but we found that most people like 
literally want the shrimp. So shrimp, oxtail, and jerk chicken. That's awesome. I like the oxtail thing. We were talking about that the last time. It's something that you guys do really well. I, I think it's a great thing. I think it should be added to everyone's palate. I can't believe more people do not eat. Uh, more humans don't eat oxtail, but that's. I guess they just need to find someone who cooks it well, like you guys. So let's talk about your sides. Like, Let's talk about the sides that you offer. Like We talked about plates before, but what it, what are all the things? Let's go through your whole menu that you guys do, even for your events. Again, even if we're refreshing the audience, let's give everyone a perspective of what kind of food you're talking about. Because you're talking about the oxtail, you're talking about the jerk chicken, you're talking about the shrimp. Like, let's go into detail. Like, what exactly are you cooking? What are the sides that you're offering? Are you offering desserts? Like, how does all of that work? Yeah, we have uh, our sides consist of. Uh, soul rice, which is uh, white rice infused with garlic. And then we also have uh, DSAC mac. That's a, a specialty mac and cheese. And we have uh, that cabbage. Cabbage is smothered cabbage, of course, with uh, a number of spices and bell peppers and onions. And we also add a, a, a turkey sausage into the cabbage. And we have um, the yams. And our, our yams are, are super sweet and, and great. Everybody loves them. And we also just recently added greens. And those have been a big hit since we got it. Yeah, we added greens. And at first, we didn't do greens just because, I mean, we already had, like, an option for cabbage. But a lot of people, like, requested it. So they kind of, like, made us add it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like if you're doing soul food, I think everyone expects the the greens on the side for sure. I mean, um, yeah. interestingly, um, you but people will tell you what they want if they don't have it. I think that's what you guys are finding. You're developing your menus. You're developing events based on um, individuals' perspective and feedback that you're getting. So, I mean, there's got to be a lot of that. You guys are obviously gaining an audience. Wait, give me one second, D. Give me one second, Jess. I'm sorry. D, can you open the door for Malik? All right. Like even right now, sorry to cut you off like that, Justin. But we're we're about to open up today, and we got people that are trying to get in to start work right now. Yeah, no worries. I'm gonna leave this on the episode because I think it's important for you guys to to show that you're hustling constantly and trying to do a podcast at the same time while working. So I think that this is totally who you guys are. I know you guys work hard. I know you guys are trying to really build a brand and I want to leave that in there because it shows the hustle. Like you guys are, are trying to bring in your employees. You're trying to make food. You're trying to do this podcast to get your name out there. So um, you don't have to apologize. Believe me. I know I know what it's like in life throwing a lot of curveballs at you and trying to build a brand and trying to get your food in everyone's mouth and so on and so forth. So no worries. Um, we were talking about the menu a little bit and like the feedback. Are there other things people are giving you feedback on that you've had? Were the tacos one of those things that, that someone told you? Is that something you guys came up with yourself? Um, and when you do catered events, uh, do, you, do you customize a menu or do people pick off your menu? So uh, that was a heavy question. Yeah, big question. <laughs> I can answer it, but it was just like, wait, let me see where where should I start? Yeah, no um, worries. Um, 
So with the catering, I'll answer that one first because I remember. Um, people typically say what they want. Like, we've got to a point where we don't have to just say, like, we only have oxtail, jerk chicken, and this. We're letting people just say, what would you like for us to bring? So we have people order barbecue plates, barbecue ribs, chicken dinners. We actually just did a barbecue for, like, the courthouse of Long Beach. And we took them, like, 10 slabs of ribs, some brisket, some beans, greens, potato salad, like, the whole nine. Hot links. Yep, Holly. So yeah, it's been like it's been like crazy, you know, like how fast it's growing and it being just me and D, but like, you know, us finding the proper help to create the team that we build that we're building has been like helpful, you know. And it's been a blessing for real. So well, well we do got the catering in the bag though. The catering we, we handle that ourselves. We we really need help for our events with the catering. We can knock that out. Yeah, that is true. Like with the catering, we only we two man that, but like with the events, it would be impossible. Yeah, we doing tacos today. Yeah, we doing tacos today. But um, we would. I'm on live. That's why uh, I answered. So, you know, like you said, Justin, always hustling, man, trying to figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I love this because I think would you know, let's talk about how you guys work together, your team. Like, um, obviously, one of you's cooking, one of you serving, one of you's working with the clients. Like, I know we talked about a little bit in the first episode, but let's talk about that because you're you're growing as a team. You're adding more team members. Like, how do you guys handle events? Who handles what? Like, how do you guys figure out, like, who handles the books, who handles the revenue i mean you guys are obviously working well together but how have you guys figured all of this out who does what in your business you know we created a, a small team since the last time we've talked to you we have a uh, yeah a small team um we have we have a bookkeeper and raven yeah and we have like assistant and ashley and they like literally have helped us take off a lot of the load mm-hmm. sometimes like when we're doing these events and we've had to like create like online menus so people are like purchasing our food online like we're using like the square or the toast app one of those i think we tried both and uh it's been good mm-hmm. it's been good we built them and then we have just labor help and the number one thing that we're looking for now to be honest is like another another person to like cook so mm-hmm. that's really once we get one more person to cook, we'll be in a really better position. What's been it's a little hard because we want to get comfortable with that person cooking. You want to well, try to get to know him. Yeah, we want him to like be around for a while. <laughs> yeah, not just we don't just or it's that or like I told D, we just hire somebody that don't speak English and just you know just gonna do exactly what we direct them. I know it's hard to find good work in food these days, um, just because of the way the industry is. But I think you guys, you're good leaders. Both of you guys are driven. I think someone will come for sure, and I think you'll build that team that you guys are looking for. I have no doubt. I, I see you guys. I see the hustle, I, and I see how hard you're working. What was your favorite event that you guys have done so far, each of you? You don't have to answer collectively, but what has been your favorite event so far, and why? I was just telling him. 
I was just telling Chucky, not to cut you off, I was just telling Chucky that Hot Water Cornbread by far was, was my favorite. Even though it's most recent, I feel like I like that event best, best because the, the the crowd was a little bit more patient than all the other events, and there was a lot of people there, and we got to really display our, 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 our full menu that we're, we're taking on now. And I think it was a part of too, not to cut you off, but a lot of the people that came to this event already been following us. So they kind of were like waiting to try it. Like yeah. they just see us on Instagram because their friend tried it and it's like, oh, they're going to be at this event. We're going to pull up. So Yeah, a lot of new faces. Yeah, not a new faces for us, but they know sold out face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They were familiar with us, but we weren't we weren't familiar with them. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. I, I love when that happens because you guys are building a social media presence. Like, how is that going? Who handles that? How do you, I mean, you guys are putting out content. Like, how, have you, how do you come up with it? Or are you guys just going by, you know, what comes naturally? That's a little touchy. Wait, D, you didn't open the door for the week yet? I did. No, you didn't. Well, I did. I, I did. Yeah, that, that bottom lock is tricky. <laughs> I think I might have locked it. <laughs> when, I, when I got right there, he wasn't outside. You guys are great. Here he comes. How bad for you, Nikki? So, has who's handles that social media? I mean, Chuck, you'd handle all that. You're doing all that. Yeah, pretty much. I uh, take on the social media for sold out. Um, he's super modest. He's super modest. Nah, but yeah, like somebody got to do it, and I just know how. I know what our following kind of like wants to see, like, you know, like they kind of like getting to know sold out as a brand. So it's like certain things that I may post to like grasp their attention to like get them to like order or know that we're open. It's like really like build a relationship with, with your, with your following, you know? So we're doing that. Huh? I said it's a blessing that he's so savvy with, with that. No, it's like, dang. When I look at, so like, I look at another person on um, on Blue Kitchen, when I look at they live and I listen to him speak, and he say stuff like, if you're not on social media, then you probably as well cancel the business because yeah. this is the number one thing. And it's like, if somebody of that level is saying that, it's like, us trying to grow, it's like, why wouldn't I be trying to do that, you know? Like, word of mouth is cool, but I'm reaching 20,000 people in the last 30 days, you know, plus. That's incredible. So, I mean, I agree so, with, with the thing. I mean, you have to have social media today. I mean, I mean, if people knew how much I got hit back in the day for trying to build social media and build relationships, or I build a ton of relationships. That's how I reach out to you guys. I use social media. I don't use like posts and stuff, but I use the DMs. I track you guys down based on your posts. And I do, of course, post myself. But 
Um, but the main thing being is yeah, that... Yeah, we seen you, Justin, post your little fresh pics. We seen you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I try, man. I'm trying. Yes, and uh, um, just speaking from the heart, trying to hopefully help someone. And uh, if I help one person, that's all that matters. And for you guys, it's a little different, you know. Um, but being in food, it's a matter of getting people to want your food by just looking at it on Instagram, right? You have to draw them into the audience. And you just talked about that with the cornbread uh, festival that you guys did. Like people are seeing you guys on social media and wanting to come try your food. And I think that's a big, big thing. And I think bloggers and, and food uh, influencers that are on social media are going to be coming around you guys if they aren't already. I've got to imagine that you're starting to get some interest there and some people coming by that are wanting to share your food with themselves on their own social media accounts. Definitely. We got a lot of big notoriety from a couple of influencers who are popular out here in L.A. They I mean, helped us too. Yeah, and I think, you guys, the palette is just going to expand outside of L.A. I mean, it's going to be bigger than the demographic that you guys have now, probably. It's going to, you know, go into, like, Washington State, Oregon. I, I just think that your business in, in what you guys are doing, and I can tell by the way you guys hustle, by the way you post constantly, by the food, by the reaction of people, that this is going to be a bigger keep growing. I mean, you're not that old of a business, and you guys are growing because you're doing the right thing. And you're a good team, you know? So, like, let's talk about that a little bit. I'm going to get you guys, I'll humble you guys a little bit here. Like, D. Isaac, what are your favorite things about Chuck as a business partner? And Chuck, what are your favorite things about D. Isaac? Uh, like I said before, it's a, a blessing that he's so savvy with, with marketing and we don't have to pay out anyone for, for, uh, for any flyers or menu changes or anything we might have to do virtually to, to, to keep our people coming. And he's, 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 uh, he's so organized. He's so much organized than I am. And he keeps me on my toes and, and we just compliment each other well in that regard. And, and it, it just makes perfect sense. How about you? How about you, Chuck? Oh, I thought he was gonna say one more thing. I thought so too. <laughs> he left us hanging. <laughs> he left us hanging. <laughs> what did I forget? What did I forget? <laughs> no, you gave a good explanation of one thing, but he said name three things. <laughs> oh, three, three. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm tripping so early. My bad. Uh, he's like, hey, bro, that's enough. <laughs> he's a guy fearing that. Like, if it's not in a recipe, <laughs> I can't count, man. <laughs> oh man alright I got some things to say good about D'Isaac uh, Isaac definitely has grown since we started with like being able to multitask because I'm trying to like we are trying to grow as business owners to learn how to but you know like um, he's done an excellent job at improving in that regard uh, another thing that I love, that I like about D'Isaac, uh, he's able to cook those oxtails pretty good, you know, and that's our number one seller right now. And we've been, you know, consistent with the taste. We've been consistent with all our food. And that's like our number one thing. So, yeah, those are good things about D. 
It's uh, it's kind of cool that you guys are, that you guys are uh, have found each other. I mean, I remember the first episode, and and now that what you're doing, what you do, I think it's just really cool. How are you guys? Let's go back to the hiring staff and stuff. How are you guys finding people? How are you guys reaching out to the community or reaching out? Do you use a do you use Instagram? Do you use um, I don't know Indeed? What what are you guys using to find employees or team members? So for the first, um, let me see. So the first time we actually had to have team members, aside from the two ladies that I named, those two, I've known them for years. Um, one actually was in middle school with me and she works as a an assistant for someone else that I know that has a business. So she was like a perfect fit for us. And the other woman, she was a customer for my detailing. And I knew that she was really savvy and computer savvy. So me asking her to join sold out was kind of like, it was like random, but it worked for us. And it's like working for us. Uh, Everyone else, um, literally like Malik is my little cousin. So he's able to help us out when he's home because he goes to school out of state. And other people... Yeah, social media, pretty much. We posted that we were hiring on our story, and everyone else, either a friend of a friend, follower of a follower, reached out, and we, like, built a team of, like, eight eight to nine people. So we kind of, like, rotate who comes to help or who does what on each day or mm-hmm. per event. And, uh, yeah, it's been working out for us. There is still, like, room for, like, obviously more structure, like, to where we're open on these specific days, catering these specific days. Because although it's funding and catering like that, you know, like, I feel like as a business, we have to, we should establish some type of, like, structure. And that's what we're kind of, like, trying to figure out still. Yeah, it's always growing and changing weirdly. It's like because uh, we're changing like every day. Yeah. yeah. Like, One, I'll give you guys a little. Hard. I'll give you guys some advice. Um, just you didn't ask for it, but I'm gonna give it anyway. Uh, I will tell you that if you standardize your procedures, you standardize your menu, you get things written down that are your procedures. How do you open the kitchen? How do you close the kitchen? How do you? What do you? What's the cleaning procedures? And you write that all down. The structure can continually change and grow and adjust to you guys as the entrepreneurs as long as you keep documenting those processes so people can come in and have something to look back on. So it's always a documentation, paperwork. I know it's like everyone talks about the army or a business, paperwork. But that paperwork, those processes, those standard operating procedures, like what is the way we do things always? How do you make this recipe always? How do you open the kitchen always? How do you close the kitchen always? How do you prepare for an event always? And you guys start to standardize that. That'll free up a lot of your time. That'll allow your employees to be more active uh, in the business and take ownership in the tasks. And then it'll allow your structure to continue to grow and adjust and adapt because you are a growing business and you guys are growing as entrepreneurs. So it's hard to think that a structure is going to always be the same uh, from day to day. It just doesn't happen in my experience. Like some days I wear a finance hat. Some days I wear the podcast hat. Some days I wear, you know, the marketing hat, you know, it's, it, it varies so much, but having everything standardized so everyone can know how everything works, I think is a big deal. You guys may already do that. 
Uh, I don't know. But it's just something that I really encourage people to do. Like it helps scale your business. Eventually then you can open two kitchens if you want it or grow to a bigger kitchen and you have all the procedures already to go along with you. So that's been my experience. How do you set up for an event? What are the things that you do? How do you close for event? What do you do in just capturing it on paper so you can literally just hand it to someone? Here you go follow this you know i'll correct you if you're going off path but look at study the piece of paper and then learn from me but i it's it goes leaps and bounds in my experience um and helps your business grow rapidly for sure um so and if you guys wanted more information on that i'd be happy to help you guys if if you're not doing something like that already so um no that's good like that's definitely a good tip we appreciate that because it's like we try to do that, but, you know, we're still growing, like you said. And, you know, um, but, yeah, having everything labeled and, like, everyone has a role, that's, like, it sounds, like, so simple, but yeah, it's so <laughs> you really hard. got to do that to, like, advance and to be structured, you know, so. It's like job descriptions. Yeah, it's like writing a job description. Like, well, I don't even know I'm creating the position we're growing. Like, how do I write a job description? That's why I'm like, it's easier to get oh people procedures. Oh, my gosh. Literally, that's how I feel. Like, <laughs> I was talking to Bianca, and I said, I can't even tell you what to do because I just need it done. <laughs> I'm trying to create it as I, as you do it, so... Yeah, yeah, it's so true. It's like you. The, it takes a special employee or team member to understand how to build a plane while you're flying it. You know, uh, it's like Ooh. we're flying it and building it at the same time, guys. That doesn't have it. It, 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 it may only have one engine, but uh, we still gotta we still gotta build the other one. You know, so you know it doesn't have any doors. May not have any. You know, you know landing gear, but we gotta build it while we're in the air because. That's the way being an entrepreneur and growing a business is. Everyone thinks that you're stable and there's concrete choices. No, it's never been my experience. You hire people. One of the things I think one of the best questions is, is you know, when you're hiring team members in your guy's situation and you want someone who who can adapt to change, who can can sort of lead those things. And, you know, it starts narrowing down who you guys look for, you know, because they've got to be able to handle like – I need you to just jump in and do something. It doesn't. It's not necessarily in your job description, or I don't even know it yet because it hasn't happened yet. Because we're a growing business, you know, people that can, humans that can accept that that, you know, that there it's a growing business and they have an opportunity to grow in your business if they continue to be what I would call that fixer. I need something fixed, or we have an issue, or I have a new thing we need to do. Jump in and get involved, you know. So. I don't know. That's a. I agree with that, and uh, it's worked for me. I'm sure it'll work for you guys as well. So, what yeah, is? The, go ahead. So I received that. Yep. <laughs> I love that. I actually, I just started using that word myself. I receive it um, just to so I let everyone know that not only do I hear them, but I actually receive it and and um, want to use it in my life. So I like that you said that. Um, what is the future? Where do you guys want this to go? Like, what are your hopes and dreams? Do you guys talk about growth? Do you talk about, you know, where you're going now? Because you've grown quite a bit already. You deserve it for sure. You know, today's win is not tomorrow's win for sure. But you guys are, you know, doing well. So where do you want this to go? 
Well, <clears throat> I have a vision um, of us opening a restaurant, of course, like a dining restaurant. But then again, it's like, that's just one vision. And then I have a vision of, like, the last time we talked, and we said, we can maybe do chains of this. And it's like, well, that's another vision. And then, so I haven't, me and D haven't even really, like, sat down to, like, do that yet. I really said, like, I even told him, like, last month. So it was, like, our sixth month. I said, so, like, in six more months, like, we're going to up it now and do two more days. And then in six more months, we can, like, see, like, what can this become? But in a sense, it's kind of like in six months, we could do a lot within that amount of time right there. So, I don't know. It's like a it's like a bittersweet thing, like, which to do because we're so excited to try to do them all. And it's like we can't really, like, just – well, I can't really just pick one thing. So, I don't know. We're just working, like – we're just working in faith right now. So just keep working and just keep growing and uh, see what happens for for me. What do you think, D? Uh, like, hey, what was you about to say? Did you about to say something, Justin? No, no, go ahead. No, I was just in agreement. I said I concur. Huh. And... Uh, yeah. I- like, let's talk a little bit about your role models. Like, and we, you know, I know we talked about God in your life and God opening doors and like God's working for you guys. I believe that for sure. Um, but let's talk about like role models, like maybe uh, humans you looked up to or humans you admire now um, or people that are influencing you guys. Because I think you're influencing a lot of people. You're inspiring a lot of people. But what about people that influence and inspire you guys or have inspired you guys? Like, talk to me a little bit about that. What does that look like? Well, we got our local other um, chefs that, that definitely take on a big a big influence role. Like he mentioned before, the guy from Blue Kitchen, um, Taco Mel. You know, uh, those guys have been in this game for maybe about 10 years plus now. And they, they've, uh, Spring they've, the Trap Kitchen. Spring the Trap Kitchen, too. Yes, Spring the Trap Kitchen as well. We just saw him actually at uh, Water Cornbread. He gave us our, uh, our our flowers there. And, um, yeah, like I said, those guys have been in the game for a minute and they've ventured out and, and done well for themselves. They have restaurants, multiple restaurants in multiple cities in they're just big motivation because they're still going, still putting the same amount of content on Instagram every day, still flooding our timeline, making sure that everyone knows who they are. And it's just, it's motivating to see like their growth and, and, and us trying to match that and, or catch up rather. And it's just, you know, that, that's always a, a big motivation. But it's like, it's a trip because it's like catch up, but like not really because like we're doing it like, I remember seeing how they did what they did, you know, and we're trying to, like, of course, like, emulate that because there's no reason for us to try to, like, reinvent and do something so crazy, but we do have different ideas, like our brunch, like, you know, that's something that I've never seen a place, a, a company, a catering company do, like, that's, like, something yeah. that is... No, I ain't gonna say never been done, but in our community, in our demographic, I I haven't seen it, and like we're we're planning to continue to do things like that because that's what we want. Like we're trying to create the vibe that we would want. Like 
where would I go? Like, I would go to something where they got good food, beautiful women, you know what I mean? Free drinks, whatever it is. So, get a free trip. So, yeah, like, that's our walk right now. Um, like, looking up to them, not really so much looking up, but, you know, we just, you know, we all trying to get it, you know? I love it. It's awesome. I think what you guys are doing is spectacular. Um, how do they find you guys? Where are you guys on social media? Or do you have a, a website? Like if people want catering or they want to have you do one of their events, where do they find you guys? On our Instagram. Oh, yeah. Literally, our Instagram is where we do 100% of our communication. Um, we don't follow anybody specifically like we'll randomly follow somebody if they ask like that's how it's been going and um because that's not what we're there for we're there to just relay messages and to give information so our instagram is sold out s-o-u-l-d underscore out o-u-t food our email and number is all available right in the links or on the profile, our contact is where you can book caterings through email, which is sold out, S O U L D O U T 820 at gmail.com. And you can even take our direct lines, 323 975 3308. Very cool. And um, what do you guys love uh, the most about being in this business? Like, what do you like? What keeps you guys going every day? What is inspiring you guys? What's motivating you guys? What are you enjoying about this? Each of you. People loving the food. Yeah, yeah like it's it. almost crazy. D is waking up to text messages to his personal line, to his pr personal Instagram asking for food. I get the same. Sold out is like a never closed Instagram page that is just always flooded with questions and um that's like a push like some days it'd be like i don't know if i want to sell today or cook today and then we'll get dms and i'm like hey d we're gonna cook today because it's enough people that are like willing to they're like pushing us to do it so we kind of we kind of spoiled our followers in the beginning offering like late night eats so they think that's like an ongoing thing like hey y'all cooking tonight in this up after midnight. Oh, yeah. You mean like when we first got started doing the grill? Yeah. When we first started doing the grill, I was, we were doing like after hours and we were hosting brunches at after hour clubs. <laughs> we was doing a lot now that I think about it. We would allow, we would allow our followers to pull up to those places and, and, and get food, take pre-orders, and they would come pick up their food while we were at the events. And they kind of got used to that. They would hit us up all types of night. Like, hey, you got tacos tonight? Hey, wow. That was like all spring. It was crazy. I almost forgot about that. Yeah. This year is literally flying. These have like birthdays. You like that. These having a birthday next like month. <laughs> well, I say these having a birthday next month, so that's that's our next thing. <laughs> huh. I love this. I love that people are reaching out to you guys. I love that you're doing the late night stuff. I love that that's how you built your business. I love that you're constantly pivoting and adjusting and trying to figure it out. I love that you're also listening to your clients. And I also like that you're aligning your plan with God's plan because when the door opens, which it is, and 
other humans are, are speaking for you. You have people reaching out wanting more and more of your stuff. It doesn't get any better than that to decide what your purpose is in life. This is obviously your purpose, is to give people happiness, uh, presence, community, uh, give uh, cater their events, and you're doing that all through food. We break bread for everything that's important in our lives. And when we're out partying with our friends, we want late-night food also. So, you know, there's all this community. There's all this happiness and joy that you guys are delivering through food so i think and you're doing it through good food you're doing it through unique food you're doing it in a way that's true to you guys and i mean the brand the business it's totally you two i mean you can tell your personalities you it's spilling into your brand and i always believe in principles over personalities but at the same time we've got to be unique as businesses and we have to be true to ourselves. And that's what you guys are doing and you're building a business and a brand around it, which I think is awesome. And you're getting followers and people requesting your stuff at all kind of crazy hours and DMing you guys. So I think that that's uh, really a test to how well you guys are doing and what kind of humans you guys are. Is there anything you guys want to share with the audience before we start to wrap things up? Is there anything that you guys felt when you came on the show today that you wanted to discuss or any stories that you guys maybe want to discuss with the audience that is is fun? It's up to you guys. Um, it is your time, so I want to make sure that I give you the time to, to handle the mic and do whatever you guys want to do with it. Uh, not Nothing specific. I just... just uh appreciate everyone if, if anyone out there already knows who sold out is thank you continue to 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 to, to walk with us continue to watch us grow and uh thank you in advance and that's pretty much it stay stay tuned guys um as for me uh yeah in addition to what you said like saying thank you to you guys but um, be patient with us and, you know, grant us some grace because we literally started seven months ago and we're developing faster than, like, our following is developing faster than we are. So, like, on the real, like, our stuff is, like, real clicks. These, these are real people that are really looking for food and sold out. Like, we're flooded with messages right now, which is good, but it's like, <laughs> it's a good problem, you know? Like, and I'm going to fix it, but as I'm learning to fix it, just grant us a little grace, so. Yeah, it's not all. just young people. Not just young people on our social media. Don't think because we're on Instagram, it's only young people trying to get food. We oh, got, no, yesterday an old lady was Grandma, and uncles. Yeah, I love yeah. it. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love that. People stop and check you in the grocery store. Damn, oh, I know yeah, they're doing that a lot now when I wear this logo. Sometimes I take off the logo because right in our community, I mean, I just don't want to just all the time promo you know <laughs> i just wanted to be like just walk into the grocery store <laughs> i know you may have to shop at a different grocery store outside your community i've had to do that before in some of the businesses where too many people know you and stop you the grocery store turns into a three-hour adventure when it needs to be 15 minutes yeah i like that <laughs> you like that <laughs> yeah and Justin, we've also acquired a, 
a mantra, a mantra sent from South U.S. and uh, we call it Oxtails R Us. Oh man, I love that. <laughs> Just because we've been incorporating oxtails with everything, doing everything with oxtails, experiment. So we just oxtails are us. Man, that you guys inhaled that one. I like that a lot. That's oxtails are us. Worth the wait. What else? <laughs> I like the uh, oxtails are us. We grew up. We, we grew up with Jeffrey, right? We were a Toys R Us generation. That's perfect. I mean, I don't Toys even think us, there's Toys many us, Toys yeah. R Us left anymore. I think they went bankrupt and went under, and there's only like a few left, but. It totally makes sense, and it totally applies to our generation or anyone who's grown up, you know, older than us and maybe even younger than us that's experienced Toys R Us. And let's be honest, oxtails, again, I keep emphasizing this, everyone needs to try them. They're such a great meal. They're they're good. They're tasty. They're, they're a very delicate meat. Um, it's mm-hmm. phenomenal. It, it, it's applicable in multiple things. Like we just talked about, you put it on a plate, you can put it in a taco, you can put it in soup. It doesn't matter. You know, um, you can, you know, make it Cajun, you can make it jerk, you can make it, uh, Latin style or, or with Mexican spices or Brazilian spices. It doesn't matter. It's, it's still always good. So I like oxtails or us. That's good, man. I'm going to put that in your title. Cause that is... <laughs> That is part of what you guys are. I don't think we could have nailed that one more. And I agree, the sold out and, and it's worth the wait. All of those things are great taglines, but that oxtails are us. I think that staples home what makes you different than everyone else. Everyone has a restaurant, you know. Everyone has a cookie shop. What makes your cookie better than someone else's, you know? Well, that your oxtails would be it. So, um. I think that's the one thing that you guys bring to the table and are going to expand on and, and offer more of in different types of dishes that I'm I'm excited to see. Even like an oxtail mac and cheese or a oxtail sandwich, you know, like a barbecue oxtail sandwich or something. I don't know, but it's yeah, um, we got someone request oxtail fries before. Whoa, I like that. You know, I think because you oh, guys do it so well. Oxtail fries. We put the oxtail in the mac and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, they get. At those late night events when we was taking all that food, they get crazy. I was like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, but we haven't like put it on the menu just because it's so creative. What I did is we have a secret menu sometimes when we go to places. So when they ask for it, you know, that means they've been following us on Instagram. So they're getting like, they're getting to experience different stuff because they've been following us you know what i'm saying like they know about the secret menu or something like that you know i think it's kind of dope like a part of the relationship i'm telling you that we're building is i watched like a youtube before and he was like if you get five people and then they get five people and they get five people and then you know you just you just grow your tribe you know and that's a part of the community that follows us i think it's awesome i think what you guys do is awesome for for sure um again one more time where can they find you guys on social media and where can they, and how do they get a hold of you guys yep so our instagram again is sold out food s-o-u-l-d underscore out o-u-t food f-o-o-b and that or you can call us direct to see if we're open our number is 323-975-3308 now, every day we try to update, or, well, weekly we update our bio with the dates that we are available. So, 
awesome. Thank you guys for coming on the show again and doing a part two. I know we've been trying for a while and we finally got this coordinated, so I really appreciate you guys. I love what you're doing, and I'm definitely rooting for you guys always. Thanks, Justin. Man. You're welcome. Yeah, and everyone in the audience, if you like this episode or like what Chuck and D. Isaac have to say, like share the episode, give it a five-star review, whatever platform you're listening to, give it the highest review, write comments in there. That's what makes them do better. That's what helps the reviews do better. That's what helps get push the algorithms to push the content out there. So if you like Sold Out, you like the food that they're doing, Oxtails or Us, share this, share the episode, share with other entrepreneurs out there, spread the word, word of mouth is the best way, but also, you know, pay a little love back to these guys, give their episode a good review, give them five stars and share this episode with, with, with the people that you know, especially if there's any entrepreneurs out there, humans need to grow. We have to grow. It gives us purpose. So help humans grow by sharing this episode. I think there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that could benefit from these guys story. And, uh, if you guys like sold out, follow them on Instagram reach out to Chuck and D. Isaac. I'm sure they're, they've got tons of knowledge, even just in seven months. And as they said, growing businesses result in entrepreneurial growing pains. Like we have to grow and it hurts to keep up with our business that's growing organically. And you guys, your business is growing naturally and you're having the pains to keep up. So I love it. I think it's great. I think there's no better way as a human to find fulfillment and purpose than being an entrepreneur in a growing business like you guys are. So congrats on that uh everyone in the audience again i love you guys you can find me on instagram at justin the food entrepreneurs you can also find me at justin bizarro b-i-double-z-a-double-r-o and you can find this show and the other three shows we do on spotify or wherever else you grow yourself through podcasts just type in my last name again that's b-i-z-z-a-r-r-o b-i-double-z-a-double-r-o because everyone keeps misspelling it as they dm me or ask questions so It's two Z's, two R's if you want to find us out there. So thank you guys for listening in, and we're out. Yes, sir.